0: Hey guys, it's Erin from Classrooms and Cats, and today I am really excited to share with you about student-led conferences. I know that some of the student-led conferences may not be as exciting as you think they are going to, but I want you to settle in and just listen to what I have to say because I really feel that student-led conferences are really important. I know that the Typical parent-teacher conference is one that most teachers have, but I really feel that that student-led conference takes it to the next level. There are a lot of benefits that I can share with you, and I think that they really benefit your students. And I want to say that I teach transitional kindergarten and I have done student-led conferences before and I highly recommend trying it. It is worth it. I know that you might be a little bit nervous about it. I was, you know, being with such young students, I wasn't sure if that was something that was going to work, but it did work out and the students were so excited about it. But what I really loved most about it was that the parents absolutely loved listening to what their students had to say because they want to be just as invested in their education. If you think about you know, your children in your classroom and you want them to take ownership of their education, this is a way for them to do it by having a student-led conference And I know that a lot of you are thinking, okay, well, I'm going to do the student led conference and then it's going to end with me taking over, right? But that's not necessarily how it works out. I know that when you do commit to a student led conference, it is going to be something that you have to commit to. You're going to have to give your students time, effort, and energy in order to help them be successful. And that's what we want. We want our students to be successful. We want them to take ownership and we want them to have that new Level of independence. And so it is a great thing to help guide them through and just help them get excited. So I want to talk to you about how you can have successful student led conferences. All right. So I did not do student-led conferences for a very long time. It was just honestly easier for me as the teacher to get my stuff together and talk to the parents and see what their thoughts were when I was saying things. So it was difficult for me to jump into this student-led conference. But once I did make a commitment to it, it worked out really well. And my students absolutely love it. And I think that the parents really, really love it too. So I personally, my school, we have... Our conferences in November, and because we have them so late, it does give me the opportunity to talk to the student and really get them ready to talk to their parents about what's been going on in the classroom, and if you're lucky enough to be a teacher that has conferences twice a year, what you might want to do is you can have a teacher-led conference for the first set in the fall, and then you can have a student-led conference in the spring, I personally only have conferences in November, so that is why I jump right in and I do the student-led conference right away. So I say that I just prepare them and I get them ready early, but a lot of times too when you're doing conferences, you don't have a lot of time, so I block out my time so that I have back-to-back conferences, And what that means is I meet with each parent and family and I go over what their child is doing and I go over all of their things and I go over their grades. But what I really like about the student led conferences, I can block out that time and I can give the students 90% of the time to talk about why they love coming to school and what they love doing, and their favorite work, and things like that. I do still spend some time talking with the parent about their behavior and their grades and things like that, but honestly, I will say that student-led conferencing is way easier once you get to the conference part than it was doing it all on my own. So I think that allowing students to speak up for themselves and to have that independence is just something that is so important, all right? So like I said, my why behind the student-led conference is that I want those students to take leadership and take control take responsibility of their actions during their education but i also think that it's really important for them to be proud of what they do i want them to show the things that they are excited about and let the parents know why they love to coming why they love coming to school so i think that it's really important for them to Be able to do that with their parents, and there is a way to do it so that your students can show how excited they are, and then you can also share the data and the behavior and things like that with the parents as well. So, I have my students start out the conference, and that's what you know it needs to do, that's what I do, and that. If that works for you, then that's great too, all right? So you can also start the conference as the teacher. I know that I get 20 minutes per family, so I do 10 minutes of the student talking, and then I will... Take over, and I will do the data and the report and the behavior and things like that at the end. But you can start the conference and then you can switch it over to your student and then they can finish it up. So it doesn't really matter how you do it, but giving students the opportunity to take the responsibility and leadership is just key here. All right, so what do we do during our student-led conference? One of the things that I have the students do is is I have them do a self-reflection. And it looks a little bit different in TK, but it's something that can be done for any grade level. So I love the students doing a self-reflection. Every single day we do a journal and we talk about how we're feeling and it's very easy for my kids. They color a picture of an emoji and they draw a picture of something that, you know, makes them feel how they're feeling. So why did you say that you were happy today? Why did you say you were frustrated today? It just kind of talks about that. So I bring that journal into the parent teacher conference and the students show the parent the journal and they talk about, oh, on this day I was happy and this is why I was happy. And on this day I was frustrated and this is why. And we talk about that. And a lot of times, more often than not, I would say all the time, the students have so many happy emotions about it. And generally those happy emotions come from their friends at school, their teacher, their activities, what they're learning. So it's just a great way to let the parents know that their child is having a good time in class. So I always start with that self-reflection. And that way the parents can let, you know, the parents can see how their students are feeling and why they absolutely love to come. One thing that I also do is work Examples. so I keep a portfolio for all of my students and I put their work in it and then I send it home at the end of the year so anything that I know we will be using during conferencing I keep and I put it in the binder and I pull the binder out when it is the student-led portion of the conference. And the students can go through the binder, and they can pick out the activities that they want to show their parents. A lot of times what I'll do is this can be time-consuming because there's a lot of stuff in there for the month. So what I do is I give little sticky notes, and the student and I prior to the conference, go through the work samples, and I put a sticky note on the ones that they wanna show their parents. And I will usually have them pick three, and then if we have time, they can show a little bit more. But I pick three, And what I do is I have to do some of the work, but if your students are older, they can do this on their own. They pick the three work samples and then they write down why they wanted to share the work sample with the parent. So why did they like it? Why did they feel that this was their best work? Do they remember how they felt when they completed it? And so I just like them to pick the work that is meaningful to them and they can talk to the parents about why it was so great and why they loved it. And, you know, obviously this is more of a positive reinforcement type thing. I'm not going to have them select work that they did poorly on or that they needed a second chance on or that they were struggling with because we want to build that self-confidence when they are speaking to adults. And so I usually, they always will pick things that were positive in their, you know, mindset and in their classroom. All right. So then we talk about, this something that is I let them it's basically the student's time to share so I share their data I share their um report card we talk about that but I let the parent know that we what we are working on and what we are excelling in This is something that I do beforehand, and again, I write it down for my students, but you could definitely have your students do it themselves if they are old enough. So what I do is they go on and they talk about where they are doing really, really well, and where are their areas that they need to work on? And they acknowledge what they need to work on and they think about what they can do to excel in an area that they might be struggling in. So we talk about... Areas that we need to grow in and areas that we are doing really well in. And that way we can share with our parents, this is what I'm doing really well with and I'm very excited about this, but sometimes this is an area that I struggle with and I might need a little bit of help there. And it gives the parents the opportunity to know that yes, even though our students are doing well and they absolutely love everything, there are some times that they are struggling and that's okay because we're still learning. So, I think that that is actually probably one of the most important parts of the student-led conference is having the students acknowledge where they need to Grow and where they are being successful because we are not perfect, and that is okay. And giving the students the opportunity to talk about areas of growth is so important. And like I said, they can do this on their own if they are old enough. My students obviously need help, they can't write yet, so I do it for them and we talk about these things. But if your kids are older, they can definitely do it on their own. I think that. One of the main ideas of this student-led conferencing also is to keep it simple for your students and to keep it simple for the parents as well. We want to help the students. We want to let the parents know, hey, we are all on the same team and we all want success for your child. Your child wants to be successful. So giving them the opportunity to talk about their successes is something that can be a really positive mindset activity for them and giving them the opportunity to talk to their parents about it makes it even better. I will say that you do need to spend time in class talking about this stuff. You do need to give your students time to prepare because just like any presentation, you don't want them to go into it blindly acting like they've never seen it before because that is not going to set them up for success. So you do need to take time out of the day You need to have them go over their work samples, write down their successes, write down what they need to work on, you know, look at that daily reflective journal and talk about their emotions and things like that. One thing that we like to do in our class is I will do a role play with my students. So I will be the parent and I will have them pretend like I'm their mom or dad or aunt, uncle, whoever comes to the conference and they're talking to me about what they're excited about, and we talk about where we need to grow and what we need help with, and it just gives them the opportunity to kind of get their words going. If your students are older, they can do this with other students in your class if they're comfortable, or you can set aside time and you can meet one-on-one with your students to make sure that they do have a successful conference. I know that you know the students might also need some guidance on what their successes are, what they. might need help with so they will need your help but with your help they can have a very successful conference all right guys it sounds like our conferences might be coming up soon mine are in about a month so i will be getting ready to talk to my students about all of this stuff if you haven't had conferences yet i really hope that you do consider student-led and if you do have them in the spring it would be a great time to implement this i would love for you to head over to classroomsandcats.com to check out the blog if you need any type of parent teacher student-led conference activities or paperwork or things like that i have an amazing conference bundle on teachers pay teachers and it gives your students all of the activities and all of the papers that they need to be successful with their student-led conference. So head over to Teachers Pay Teachers and look for me, Classrooms and Cats, Erin Custer, and you'll be able to find my student-led conference activities there. All right, guys, that is it for this episode. I hope that you got something out of it. I hope that your student-led conferences, if you do them, are amazing. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me through the blog at classroomsandcats.com. You can reach out to me through TPT, whatever your method of contact is. I am happy to be in touch with you. I would also love to know your ideas on how to have a successful student-led conference. So let me know how it goes. All right, guys, until the next episode, happy teaching.